Welcome to episode 167, 167 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. Today, we are talking about ChatGPT and AI ruining online business and content creators. Stick around for the good stuff. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coach thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I save them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're talking about ChatGPT and AI ruining online business and content creators. This episode is brought to you by the Social Media Marketing Cafe. If you're not making the sales you want, get in the cafe. You can get there from bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. Get easy how-to videos, audios, and downloadable PDF tutorials that will help you effectively use social media, online marketing, live streaming, podcasting, and so much more. If your business isn't growing the way you'd like, get in the cafe, bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. Everybody inside the social media marketing cafe will get the video recording of this episode, plus all of the notes that I took, which include a breakup text that I had chat GPT create for me. If you're in the cafe, you're going to see all of that. What is ChatGPT? Well, it was created by OpenAI in November of 2022, just a few months ago as of the recording of this podcast. Loads and loads of people all over the planet are using ChatGPT on a daily basis. It's an AI chatbot that is auto-generative. So what does that mean? It means you provide some information, it's called a prompt, and then it auto-replies to your prompt. It generates information per every prompt that you put in. It's totally free for a number of conversations. Those are called, it's free for a number of conversations. And then you can also pay weekly or monthly if you want to have unlimited conversations. I use the free version. So what can ChatGPT do and why in the world are people talking about it? First of all, it's not the only free AI chatbot out there. People have been using chatbots for years and years. It's not the only free one. It just happens to be one of the ones that people found out about earlier than others. I have loads and loads of alternatives to ChatGPT. If you go on my website, bonnielfrank.com, you click in the store, you can access an entire masterclass on using ChatGPT and you will get the list of alternatives as well. So what can it do? Why are people using it? It can write emails, blog posts, articles, social media posts, essays, resumes, cover letters, poems, music, computer code, even a breakup message to your boyfriend. And you will see that if you're in the cafe. Basically, it answers questions. I really did ask ChatGPT to write a breakup text to my boyfriend of two years from the point of view of a 58-year-old woman. And I asked it to include specific reasons why I'm breaking up, including his bad manners and poor sense of humor. Let me give you an example. I asked ChatGPT to write an email for me and the prompt was, 
write an email to get interviewed on a business podcast and include specific details about why you'd be a great guest and what you can offer the listener audience. So that is word for word, the prompt that I used. Now I talk about this on one of my TikTok videos. You can find me on TikTok at Bonnie L. Frank. I talk all about this and how I made the prompt better. That prompt, which probably sounded pretty good just listening to it, you're probably like, oh, well, that sounds good. She probably got a really good email letter. No, I did not. I got an email letter that started out, dear whomever, I hope this email finds you well. If you are a podcaster and you're getting hit up for interviews and your email starts out like that, guess who's writing the email? It's not a person. It is a chatbot. In my opinion, I don't think you should start any email with, I hope this email finds you well. That's a very formal way of expressing something. And it means you really don't know the person or have a relationship with the person that you're reaching out to. The rest of the email also reads like a resume. Check out my TikTok and I'll give you examples. So then I'm like, okay, well, I need to change this prompt. And I changed it to write an email to get interviewed on a business podcast and include specific details about how you being a guest interview will benefit the audience of an online business and marketing podcast. I've changed it up and I include the type of podcast and I say how it's going to benefit the audience. Well, it still starts out with, I hope it finds you well, and that's horrible, but it does provide a little bit more that I can do something with, but it still wasn't great. And it absolutely would not be an email that I would use to try to be interviewed on any podcast, or it wouldn't be an email that I would use for anything. Let me put it that way. So then I changed the prompt again, write an email to get interviewed on a business podcast and include specific online business, marketing, and social media details about how you being a guest interview will benefit this podcast's online business, marketing, and social media loyal listeners. Okay. So now I'm including other details and it's going to be focusing on that. Now it still starts out, dear podcast host, I hope this email finds you well. Bad, bad, bad. But here's some things that it adds that are helpful in my opinion. I've been a loyal listener of your show for some time now. I would start my email with that and say a few of the episodes that were your favorites. Say why they were your favorites. You could say that you're a loyal listener or a loyal viewer of anything, and it doesn't really mean you are. But if you give specific details about why certain episodes or why particular shows were your favorites, you're giving some information that at least they listened to enough of those episodes that they know what they're talking about and they liked those portions or that particular show. I'm impressed by the valuable insights and practical advice that you provide to your audience on the latest trends and strategies in online business, marketing, and social media. So now see how it's getting into more of what my podcast or business social media marketing podcast is probably about. It's showing that you really do have some sort of a relationship with that podcast host. Maybe you've never reached out before, but it shows you have the relationship of the podcaster and the listener. 
Then it continues as someone who has, and then you can kind of put in whatever you've done. I would love to share my insights and knowledge with your audience. And I would say specifically about what? During the interview, I would be happy to discuss topics such as, I would be much more specific than they suggest here. It says, I believe these topics will not only be of interest to your audience, but will also provide them with actionable tips they can implement in their own businesses. That's good. It continues, additionally, I would love to share my personal experience and relevant case studies. Not only do you have experience, but now you've got actionable steps and case studies. Ooh, my ears are perking up here because this really is valuable information for my audience. You have shown that you really do listen to my podcast, at least as much as you're putting in this email, that you really do understand what I cover on my podcast and that you really can, you're not just saying it, you really can provide very valuable information for my audience. The focus is on the audience. The focus is on the podcast. The focus is not a resume of this person who wants to be a guest on my podcast. The focus is on the podcast itself. That's where the focus should be. I'll provide real world examples of the strategies I discuss. I'm confident that my appearance on your show will provide great value to your listeners and help to increase engagement and interest in your podcast. A really good line there. Then they continue, I would be honored to be a guest on your show and contribute to your audience's continued growth and success in online business marketing and social media. Please let me know, blah, blah, blah. So so much better. I had to change my prompt a couple of times before I even had anything that I personally would use in an email reaching out to be a guest on a podcast. I had to change the prompt twice and I didn't just change it. I looked back at the prompt that I had. So I looked back at what I put into chat GPT and it keeps track of the history on the left-hand side. I looked back what was the prompt and I analyzed that and then I analyzed the results. So I looked back at what I asked it to do and then I analyzed the information that chat GPT gave me. Then I changed it, analyzed that, analyzed the results, then changed it again. And even still, I would not use word for word the information they gave me. When you are using word for word, what any sort of artificial intelligence thing is telling you, and you're not putting yourself, your spin, your personalization into the words that you are sending out to somebody, it's not really you. But the real you person is going to be going through the interview. If you get hired, the real you person doing the job. The real you person is going to be the one who's being paid and who's going to have to interact with all the other people on their team and in that company, whether it's ChatGPT or any AI tool. Don't rely solely on that. You are a person with an actual brain and an actual personality. And everything that you produce, whether it's video, audio, the written word, whatever it is, a piece of art, in my opinion, it should be generated from you from a real life person and showing your real life personality doesn't mean that you can't incorporate some of those other things. Of course you can, including art. But I really feel that if your personality is not shining through that, 
it's not going to really benefit you the most that it could. I'd love to know what you think about this. Listener at BonnieLFrank.com. By the way, you could click regenerate response. So it'll regenerate and regenerate. And after a few different times when it's regenerating, it's not really changing the words. If you look, you can ask it to regenerate the response or you can continue to alter your prompt. The more information you give the AI tool, the better your response is going to be. So now let's go over some actionable tips. Here's what I think you should do. Any business owner, content creator, podcaster, anyone who's using AI chatbots, whether it's ChatGPT or any other AI tool, I think this is what they should do. There's eight steps. Number one, this is where most people go wrong, right here on number one. Understand the nuances with ChatGPT or any specific AI tool that you're using and how to effectively use it. And most people don't even do that. They don't really understand the tool. They're putting in a response. It's generating an answer. And then they're putting that somewhere and signing their name to it. And that will ruin your grade, your business, and in my opinion, your reputation very quickly. Don't do that. Step two, you need to remember ChatGPT or any of these tools, it's not a human. It cannot read your mind. It cannot infer your meaning. It's not inferring any meaning from your expressions. It can't do what a human can do. Step three, it can only do what you tell it to do. So you need to know that you're basically coding, and I'm putting that in quotes, you're basically writing computer code for a particular computer program every time you enter a prompt, and you're coding with your words. You really are writing a computer program, and then it will spew out information based on how you code. Your words have huge meaning. Your words are all this thing can go by. Step four, you need to remember that any error is user error. It's not the chatbot. You are the one who is telling it what to do. Step five, you've absolutely positively 100% every single time without fail, got to analyze your results with every single prompt you enter. Analyze the prompt and the results. The results can only be based on the prompt. Now, remember, you can also click regenerate response, but that is pretty limited in my opinion. Step six, you need to look at what words or phrases get you better results however you're defining better at that particular time. So really look at and write down, make note of, this is a good word. This is a good phrase. Keep saying this. You're going to have to decide for yourself what better means for you, what a better result is for you. Number seven is the most important step of all, and that is allow time for trial and error and learning learning on your part and learning on the AI tools part. It can only learn with what you're teaching it. It can only respond to your prompts. It can only do the program for your coding. Step eight, repeat steps number one through seven. You really do have to do all of that to have the best results to really use, whether it's ChatGPT or any of these AI tools, to really use them effectively, in my opinion. And here is the cautionary tale. Write this down with big fat letters and a star and maybe some highlighting color in there. Any of these tools will yield, quote unquote, facts 
that are not true. It will give you false information. You have got to check the information. This is really important to know. Write this one down. Ask it to include sources for whatever research it's doing, and it will. If you don't ask it, it won't. So ask for it to include citations of specific resources that it's using, but then check those sources. Check to make sure that the information is accurate. It could have been accurate yesterday, and now today it's no longer accurate. Remember that you are the expert, so you've got to be the expert and do the work. ChatGPT and all of these AI tools can cut down the amount of time that it's taking us to produce expert-level work, but you've got to take the time and be that expert. If you want to understand ChatGPT more and get more help, sign up for a free support chat, bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie, and don't forget to get in the cafe, bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. That's where you're going to get absolute tutorials on using chat GPT with loads of examples, including the breakup text that I asked chat GPT to generate. And boy, did it. It's a great one to look at. You will get that, the video recording of this episode, all of my notes and over 155 other business growth tutorials inside the cafe. Thanks so much for being here. I love you. We'll talk soon.